Go to infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. If you like cartoony Italian plumbers, you're in the right place. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio, episode 646, I want to say. Is that where we are? 46. That's, you yeah, got it. That's like three weeks in a row. Well done. Uh, it sounds like I'm paying attention here. Uh, we've got a show for you tonight. Um, it's going to be a, it's gonna be kind of a weird one, because, you know, this is, this is the time of year when generally the, the, the orange blossoms bloom and the, the cactuses come out from their hibernation, and E3 happens. But uh, not really an E3 this year. Yeah, I forgot that we're in we're in E3 season. Yeah, yeah. and also we're a Nintendo podcast, and there's been a whole lot of Nintendo news, so we're going to do the best we can to keep you entertained, and then we're going to tell you about the games we're playing. But before all that, uh, I have a couple of lovely co-hosts here with me, just, just genuinely good, good boys. Um, starting with Justin, who's looking pensively at the computer screen. Justin, how you doing tonight? And, uh, where can people find you? Um, I am doing pretty well. Um, you can find me on Twitter, still mostly talking about Star Wars, not so much about Nintendo lately, but I am still at Infendo Justin. Uh, by the way, if you haven't, uh, watch the finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi before that gets spoiled for you. I know I did. Um, Doing that tonight. You can also go to thedisneyparkbench.com and see some of the stuff that's going on over there. Um, I've been building up the reviews section, so there's a new review up for Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, and then I've got a blog that's going to be going up in a week or two, so keep up with that we're watching that movie hopefully i'll be doing videos one of these days justin you're hitting all my uh check boxes today well eugene where do you hit all of your check boxes oh you know uh usually these days it's an elden ring even though i'm i looked at my play clock guys it's disgusting i'm at a, a 150 hours in that freaking game um, but, something. but it's, uh, yeah, that's where my checkboxes are getting checked. You can go to infendo.com though, if you want to see all the rest of the stuff, but Lucas, I know you're doing something. Tell us about your something and you know, where people can find you. I'm doing lots of somethings. Um, I have been uploading video after video after video. Um, I have a bunch of videos up of inscription now. If you want to go check that game out, you can. Uh, tomorrow morning, I have my first video from Fall Guys coming out because that game just came out. If you want to watch me play Good, Fall Guys. I can finally guys, find out what that game is. Yeah, check it out. See how it plays. See if you like it. And more importantly, see if I'm any good at it. You can go watch that. I will say, it's a fun episode if you watch it all the way to the end. So maybe check it out and enjoy the, the experience of my first game of Fall Guys. Um, yeah, that's really kind of it. Lucas Peace. That's where I exist. That's where I am. Um, let's get on with the show, and we've got a show for you tonight. Um, there's, there's games. There's, there's games that exist, but uh, they don't exist for Nintendo. Nintendo didn't really announce anything big. Uh, Not the yet. One thing that, yeah, the one thing that we got, the one direct that we got, was um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And I don't know about you guys, but I watched some of it, and I, it's just, I don't really care about this game series i've bought every single one okay because like they look they look really pretty and i put about like 10 hours into them and they're Mm -hmm. like long games like 100 hour games you know so that's like (laughs) i can't imagine 10 hours in a xenoblade game is worth much of anything (laughs) yeah yeah so but like you know i it just doesn't click with me if it, it it uh it's a little bit too, uh, it's a little bit too, the internet is very horny, and this game is very horny, you know? Like, so that just kind of, yeah. like, turns me off a little bit right there, quite honestly. It's, I'll be, you know. It's also You've kind piqued of Steve's like, interest, I'm sure. <laughs> it's, it's that, but it's also, like, weirdly immature. It's sure. Like you, you look at, like, the, like, I, I was looking at, like, the, the gameplay, and it was showing off, like, all the different characters, like, the main characters and stuff, and it's like... Typical protagonist anime boy. Typical protagonist anime cat girl. You know, typical protagonist mm. other anime boy. It's just, 
it's all like like the kind of stuff that you think is really unique and interesting when you're like 14 and then you realize that there's like 80,000 games and shows and movies just like it and it, it, it doesn't check off that you know that sweet spot that's just how I feel about this series like I don't know Xenoblade Chronicles was interesting it was very unique it was very different it was very rare and I think that kind of got me interested in trying it I never Not really rare. got into Monolith. it yeah yeah but um, Xenoblade Chronicles X, I think I've talked about this before on this show, that was my Xenoblade, right? You make your own character, sure. you have this big world to explore, you get battle mechs. It's, it's more of a... It felt more like a Western RPG to me. You know, it's, it's less about like uh, telling the story of a character and more about you being a character in a world, and I like those kind of RPGs. That's why I've been playing um, Fallout again lately. And uh, I don't know, Xenoblade 2 just had... I, there was nothing I was interested in. And it was very, um, like, the worst of anime. You know, it was very, like, ooh, big old girls, you know? And, and I don't know. <laughs> it's just it's just yeah. not really, like, where I am in my life where I need to be playing, like, those kind and of games. And don't know? get me wrong, there's a place for stuff like that, you know? It, it's oh, just yeah, not no. for me. It's yeah, no judgment. If you, if you like that kind of stuff, you like that kind of stuff, you know? Everybody, everybody plays games that, that scratch that level of, like... Like, I like Sonic the Hedgehog, right? I am not opposed to cringy games. It, it, there's, there's a time and a place for a game that you enjoy that other people find cringy. But, like, I, well, I just, I would... I've, I've reached an age where these games are too cringy for my taste, you know? like that's And that's I why I like stuff like Bayonetta, where it is so cringy, it's it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like, making, it is yeah, so it's over... It's making fun yeah. of itself. It knows exactly. It they, yeah, exactly. They know how ridiculously mm-hmm. fanservice-y it is, and they mm-hmm. lean into it. Like, yeah. like that's more my style, the, okay, we're just going to be so sexualized that you can't even take it seriously. And then you yeah. have, like, your no more heroes on the other end of that spectrum type of thing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah it's a... It's a I, I, I totally agree. Like, I... Just boobs, just for boobs' sake, because it just doesn't do it for me. You know, <laughs> I don't know. We've we've got our episode title <laughs> for boobs' sake. Um, yeah, what else we have? That to won't get flagged on iTunes or anything. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's pretty much. I think Xenoblade, right? I, it's just it, it was like a what was it like a forty minute direct or something like a twenty minute direct? It was long. I, it was, I remember. Yeah, it was, it was pretty long. I think I I saw one of them that was like. 25 and i think it was cut down a little bit but yeah and nothing about it really interested me like i i was looking for like the right because the thing about xenoblade 2 that i found interesting was the sword people thing you know it's like there's these people and their weapons and you collect them and they're in your party and they're also like your sword and it was like that's a cool gimmick you know like how Mm -hmm. the gimmick for xenoblade x was giant robot and the gimmick for the first one was like time travel Mm -hmm. and i was like okay i'm I'm looking for like the fun gimmick and i I watched i skipped around a lot i watched a little bit of this a little bit of that and nothing about it really grabbed like the biggest thing that i noticed is they're really touting the fact that it's kind of an open world which is different from the other one other than i guess technically like xenoblade x but um it's not that interesting you know, it's just like the characters seemed really boring. The classes were very basic. It's like, oh, you can play as the healer. You can play as the warrior. You can switch between the characters you control. I'm like, revolutionary! Fantastic work! You know, it's like, I, I don't know. You know, I saw somebody on Twitter say something about, um, you know, like everybody on the internet either loves or hates Xenoblade and Fire Emblem. And mm. I think I'm just in the camp of... I don't care. Yeah, That's like, I'm right. not against I don't, I don't, these games hate... existing. Yeah. I just, yeah. it's not, they're not my game. You know, like, yeah. nothing I, about this like excited me. me, nothing infuriated me. I like right. me a good Fire Emblem. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm firmly on the four camp for Fire Emblem. But yeah, I'm not against Xeno. I just, I'm disinterested. Like, I've tried to get into it a few times. Every time I've ended up not really getting far. Like, kind of like Eugene said, right? Like, ten hours, and then you're, mm-hmm. you're just like, you know... It's just not for me. There's there's uh, there's better stories to be told, in my opinion, and there's there's more interesting like RPGs with more interesting mechanics to play. Mm-hmm. Xenoblade just kind of falls in that gray area. The other thing for me too. Every time is the that... Switch. Go ahead. Uh, so every time the Switch remake goes on sale, I consider 
um, getting it. You know, the, you know, the remake of the original Xenoblade mm-hmm. Chronicles. I'm like, oh, I could play this game. I heard it's really good. It's a Nintendo classic and, and all that. I'm like, no, it's just not for me. I will never. I'll be like Eugene. I'll put like maybe five hours into it and be like, okay, I've played <laughs> it. Now I'm going back to Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> sure. Yeah, for me too, the, the, the thing that... Uh... I mean, I don't know. I wasn't going to get the game anyways, but um, I'll, I'll be I'll be real. But like the knowing that there's a like a season pass type of thing with like waves of DLC, it doesn't like it. I don't feel like oh they should have put that in the main game. Not I don't really feel that. But it's like okay, well like let's get into the game first, and like maybe after the first month, then you can like lead us into some DLC yeah. talk or whatever. You know, I don't know. I it just feels weird to me that we're talking DLC for a game that's like not even. You See, know. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I didn't really want to cut you off. I was hoping I could let you let you finish, but um, I I kind of go through that with like a lot of games where it's like before the game even comes out, I'm like, ooh, I hope there's DLC. You know, like with Mario Strikers, like. Even before the game came out, I was like, "Boy, I sure hope there's some Daisy and Shy Guy and Goomba." And, you know, and I guess that, that kind of depends stuff. on the game but too, right? With Xenoblade, we, though, it's like, yeah, "Oh man, I, you I want... want the game to be full mm-hmm. and complete." And then six months later, you want to get, de- yeah, I know, I feel, I feel you. You know, it's, it's, it feels way too quick. Like, like with Breath of the Wild, right? That game came out. And then, like, a year later, they're like, hey, you want to play on a motorcycle, Link? You can do that now. You know, that kind of thing. Like, it's just, um, that that's better, in my opinion, than, like, you know, we're, we're kind of planning this stuff out ahead of time. I don't know. It's just, right. it's, it's weird. It's... Yeah, because, like, the DLC comes out the day of the game release, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I know that it's just, like, items and outfits the first day, but, like, still, it's like, I don't know. I Well, they're already, I... they're already... It becomes less of like a storytelling device and less of like a game playing device and more of like a marketing device sure. when it does that. You know, it's like the Chocobo Racing thing we were talking about pre-show. It's like you boot into the game and the first thing you get is, hey, buy our season pass and also get ready for season pass number two. And if you spend some money on coins, you can unlock mm-hmm. special outfits for your Chocobo. And it's like, this isn't that bad. But anytime you jump into a game and you feel like you're a product rather than like a player there's a problem, you know? And and that definitely, the, the way that, like, they're already doing DLC for this game, it feels yeah, consumerist, you cause, know? Yeah, because, like, for me, like, I, um, you know, and I, here I am being hypocritical because, like you said, I bought the DLC for Zelda, but that oh, was, yeah. like, a year later type of thing, you know? Like, yeah. I, I'm the type of person that... There was a reason was to come Zeno, back to a game you already love. Exactly, yeah. I, I'm the type of person that if I was into a game like Xenoblade, I'd be like, okay, well, the the entry price is not $60, it's $90, because I have to get this yeah. DLC, you know? Well, and side note, while we're, while we're on the subject, I feel like the idea of being, like, a hypocrite in these things gets tossed around way too much. Like, you can dislike a practice and still fall for it. You know, you can, you can be, like, the victim of DLC Mortal Kombat. You know, marketing. <laughs> Yeah, I do it all the time, you know? I, I, I genuinely dislike DLC as a practice. It's it's eliminated unlocks from video games. It makes a $60 game worth $160. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a bad thing, and I genuinely dislike it, like, 90% of the time. There, there are games where I think they do it right, and it's, and it's phenomenal. But um, by and large, it, it kind of sucks. And I still go in for DLC in almost every game that I get, you know? Because it's like, yeah, well, yeah, of course I want the DLC. Of course I want the season pass. This is my new favorite game, you know? I, for, yeah. yeah. For me, I almost would prefer that the DLC is, like, cosmetic-based because people will still buy that. You're still going to get your money, you know? Yeah. But then at the same time, somebody like me, it's like, okay, I don't need the, the you know, banana suit outfit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I just, yeah. I'll just use whatever I get for free. So, I don't know. I... I, not that I, again. Not that I'm gonna probably get this game anyways, but it's just like that FOMO, you know. It's just like feel. Yeah. I feel like I'd be missing out on stuff. Maybe I'm being too um, like like this is just like the Nintendo fanboy in me because they are kind of my gateway to DLC. But in my opinion, the one that does it best, and this is exactly like the opposite of what you were saying, Eugene, is um, I, I like how like main series Nintendo does their deal. Like I like Smash Bros. and I like Mario Kart. I think those are both great because you've got a full game. That, you know, you pay, everything feels good, everything feels full, you've got all the characters, you've got all the stages and stuff. And then they're like, hey, here's five extra characters, ten extra characters, here's, right. here's 32 extra stages. 
Like, I, I like that as DLC, where you get, if, you, if you're getting, like, an extra 50% of a game, it feels more whole to me, you know? It doesn't sure. feel as, and, and I think Mario Kart does that better than Smash Bros. Because, admittedly, with Smash Bros., you know, it's like, hey, for four bucks, you can play as another fighter. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I, I get it, but, you know, I kind of hate putting out, you know, money for, for fighters. But the, the Mario Kart thing, I know people are bashing the DLC online because it's, like, low-quality graphics and stuff, but I really like how they're doing it. I really like the extra like thirty-two. I mean, the amount of the here. amount of stuff, even with the first couple of waves of DLC that came out on the Wii U, like mm -hmm. you still got another half a game for only what was it like fifteen bucks, and then right. now that was for, really good DLC. I what is it like twenty-five bucks? You're yeah. getting another yeah. entire game's worth of levels. Like it's yeah. I I really think that the, yeah I agree. Like the Mario Kart, at least Mario Kart Eight, has been really good about giving you value for your for your season pass whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. yeah so much for not talking about a xenoblade much right damn <laughs> i say for a game none of us care about <laughs> yeah i mean i i care that it exists because it's important for the nintendo platform type of thing but like i just can't get into it it's not for me yeah yeah, I know. That's kind of where I am, too. And I'm sure anybody here who's really excited for this game is really disappointed in us tonight. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> like we said, we don't we don't hate the game. We don't hate you for liking the game. It's just not our it's not our cup of tea. I can't join you in our in your excitement don't, for it. But I hope you enjoy it. Don't worry. I'm, I'm sure, sure in a few months there, there will be a whole two-hour long episode about Pokemon. So, you know, yeah, that'll exactly. be exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. but but that's that's it. Like Xenoblade is a game that some people really like, and it's a very popular series. So there's definitely going to be people out there that really like it. And the fact that none of us like it doesn't mean that it's a bad game. You know, it's mm -hmm. not. It's not like. It's not like we're we're deciding that this game sucks and deserves not to be played. It's just you know none of us are interested in it. And sometimes yeah. that's kind of how podcasting goes. And and I can I can see that it is. It's not a bad game. You know, like I'm not saying that it's a bad game. It's a good game. Yeah. It looks beautiful. You know, if you're yeah. into that type of play style it's probably really fun but it's just it's just not for me you know so i've accepted know. as much as i want to be the kind of person who can play a really traditional rpg i've accepted that i am infinitely more attracted to an rpg where you get to be the character sure where you're told to you you know i like a game that starts with a character creation <laughs> if i'm gonna play an rpg that's how i want to play it. i want to be a character i want to make my own choices i want the story to revolve around the world around me rather than me i don't want to be like you know, I, I admittedly, they throw you into this role anyway, but I don't want to be like the chosen hero born in the <laughs> village from the orphaned parents. And, you know, it's like, just, just let me be a guy in a cape with a sword and let me live my life. It's you kind know? of like oh. my preference for for old Grand Theft Auto games where you yeah. played as a nameless, faceless, voiceless avatar yeah. who was just given missions instead of mm -hmm. you are this 50 year old man who is you know On a former he loves criminal and he has and a his, wife and yes. he, yeah it's like his son is a sex addict and his daughter yeah. wants to be in a porno and his wife is yeah. sleeping is it, with are, the yoga are, instructor are, are, are these this all real all plot one, points this is all one character yeah mm. this is, yeah, this is all like, one character mm, from yeah. grand theft auto 5 yeah, yeah. like yeah, and, yeah. And, i mean I guess we can segue into change the system as long as we're talking about Grand Theft Auto, if we don't mind. Sure, might as well. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, but I, I, that is one thing I will say that at least Grand Theft Auto Five does well in that they specifically designed the three different characters to fit into that. Like these are the three types of Grand Theft Auto players there are, so we created yeah. three characters with stories that revolve around it. So you've got Trevor, who's your women, though, right? Com oh yeah, no, complete mayhem and exist. and not in Grand Theft Auto. Well, yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, you've got Trevor, who is your complete anarchist mm -hmm. sociopath, gonna kill everybody, and they encourage you to do that because that's who the character is. And then you have um. Michael, who's the Michael. really deep story, character-driven, plot-driven, you know, character. And then you have Franklin, who's the rags-to-riches, you know, the people who like that. So it is nice in Grand Theft Auto V that they do give you all of those things. But, like, I've... Although although most of my time this week has been spent playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which is more story-based than, than previous ones... 
I do wish that we would, and I'd probably, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, I would probably have a lot of fun with Grand Theft Auto Online because it is that nameless, faceless avatar who just gets, you know, just gets missions. But um, it does make me wish that we could get, like, even if they were just like, here's some DLC for an existing Grand Theft Auto game that doesn't require you to play online. Um, you know, just something like that. Like, it would just be nice yeah. to be able to just start a game, be like, here, you're this guy. Go pick up missions and do things, and we've got enough material here for you to play for, like, 30 or 40 hours. But you Wasn't don't have Snoop to follow Dogg a story. like DLC, or was that online? I have no idea. That must have been online, but I don't know. Snoop Dogg has been DLC in, like, every genre of game <laughs> ever, so... <laughs> So real quick, I'm going to jump in here. I did see the other day, apparently Snoop Dogg, uh, like a month ago, came out with a meatless Dunkin' Donuts sandwich that was like a breakfast what? sandwich and a donut. Yeah, because apparently Snoop Dogg really likes, um, like, vegan meats. Like, huh. that's a thing about him, I guess. So he had, like, well, a promotion I mean, of Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> it is plant-based, so... Okay, before we completely lose track here, I wanted to make a point, um, because I actually, unlike Justin, I prefer GTA 5 and a little bit of GTA 4. I like the story GTAs, because when I'm getting into that particular game, for whatever reason, I go into it for the story more than, like, the mission or the... I think the free roaming. Oh, I love the stories in those games, don't get me wrong, and 5 is definitely, I think, better than 4. Yeah, but you prefer the older style of just, like, here I am, I exist, and I'm ready to go. See, what I like, the game series that I prefer that in, is Pokemon. I don't like how new Pokemon games are like, here you are in your home village, go into the forest with your childhood friend and encounter something strange. Mm -hmm. I like just starting Pokemon, like, Red or Pokemon Silver or whatever, and it's like, all right, go off and get some badges. You know, like, like, I just, I want to just be myself in a Pokemon. I don't want to... I don't want to be on an epic journey. I don't even really like the the evil team gimmick anymore, like Team Rocket and stuff. Just sure. let me go out and play the game. Like I don't need all that extra stuff. I don't need the side quests. I don't need the, the the plot. I don't need to know that the champion's daughter became a villain and went off to a meteor where she met a Pokemon who transformed her into a god. I don't need that. All right, I'm in I'm in Eugene's in position now. Is this a for real plot of one no, of I the games? No, I made all of that. I made <laughs> all of that up. None of that was real. <laughs> Because let's face it, it 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 is it so ridiculous. Well it could be a real story. You are giving me a good idea for a new game we can play on the show. Though. Well, <laughs> is it Pokemon or is it Lucas? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, Justin, I mean, the, tell us about the other games you play. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, um, like I said earlier, I've been doing a lot of just like kind of booting up old games that I haven't played in a long time. So. I played some Star Wars Racer. Haven't played that in a really long time. Um, I uh, what it, Manifold Garden was. I spent like two hours playing last night. That is a game that I haven't played in months, possibly a year. Um, that is a first-person 3D puzzle game where you kind of change. The, I don't even, I don't even want to, it's not really changing gravity but like you you walk up to a wall and you tap a button and then you just kind of shift onto the wall and the you know center of gravity shifts with you and so the puzzles are all based around both navigating the world in this way and doing puzzles so each corner has its own color assigned to it and so you have blocks that if you're on the yellow side you can pick it up and move it around and when you set it down it drops with with gravity but if you switch to the red side you can't even touch that it is locked in place even if it's floating in air um and there's some real mind-bending puzzles which i love but i got so stuck on that game a long time ago that i just put it down and mm-hmm. for some reason, I had a hankering to play it again uh, this week. And last night, I finally figured out the puzzle that I had been working on, found a new puzzle, and managed to solve that. So I'm in a completely new area that I didn't have unlocked before. So um, I might end up diving headfirst into that later. Hopefully, I can beat it before uh, Portal 1 and Portal 2 come out. Um really besides that hasn't been a whole lot of of 
anything exciting. I believe I said I rolled credits on Star Wars, uh, Lego Star Wars last week. Um, mm-hmm. I've been kind of playing that on and off, just unlocking things. Um, I did get Shredder's Revenge. I haven't even booted it up yet. Um, so, uh, I guess that's kind of it. A really, a, a little bit of the same old, and a little bit of really old, and a lot of nothing. So that's my change the system. <laughs> well, fair enough. Next. <laughs> Do I have to Jeez, pass the torch? Enough. Yeah, I guess so. All right, Lucas, you spoke first. You go ahead. All right. Let me talk about the games I've been playing. Um, I really... Or are currently playing, playing, as it were. Yeah, well, I just (laughs) grabbed the Switch so I could actually look at the Oh, yes, that's right. I have to find out about this game that I downloaded and haven't played yet. One of the many. So there are a few games that I've been playing. Um, Nothing that extreme. I did a little Monster Hunter with Steve. I don't remember if that was this week or last week. But we did play the Sunbreak demo a bit. We still have some work to do on that. We want to finish the boss, like the big, bad, ultra-hard fight. Um, this is before... Rise, right? This is, yeah, the Sunbreak demo. The, that uh, that game, the, the yeah, Rise. That that game, the, the expansion pack comes out in, like, God, eight days from when we're recording this. So that's exciting. Uh, so we have to jump on at some point and, uh, and do that hunt. But, um, yeah, we haven't really jumped back into that. I did a little bit of Final Fantasy fourteen. I haven't been playing quite as much of that because I've been playing a lot of Fallout New Vegas. Um, mm. That kind of got me back. That got me hard. I've been doing a lot of Fallout New Vegas lately. I have two characters going simultaneously. I have my good guy character, and I have my ultra-villain character. And with my ultra-villain, I've made it to essentially the end of the game, and then I realized I'm woefully underleveled for this final boss fight. So now I'm going back and trying to level up as best I can. But, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a trial. It's a tribulation. Um, I'm kind of purposely trying to avoid a lot of the quests with the bad guy, because I kind of just want to play that one out and just be like, I did it! I ruined the world! And then, like, actually play the game with my good guy. So, you know, we're... we're we're experiencing this game in, in increments and, and little bits and bobbles and pieces and stuff. It's kind of cool to like run into a character that I really like as a good guy and then like betray him and sell him to Caesar's Legion as like a doctor slave as a bad guy. Like that's a fun little little twisty turny you know moment that you can have in this game. So the thing that I really like about New Vegas though, like I tried Fallout Four and I thought I was gonna like it more because it's more Skyrimy, but um. New Vegas just has so many, like, you feel like you're actually the character you're playing, you know? Like, with Fallout 4, you're playing as a character that Bethesda kind of designed. Even though you choose, like, your charisma and your intelligence and all that stuff. Um, in in New four, Vegas, you just have so much control. Is for the newish one, like the one that came out on, like, PS4 and Xbox One um, I think you're thinking generation? 76. Okay, which one is 4? Yes, uh, 3 maybe? I don't oh, know. So did that co- is that the like the same generation as like uh, New Vegas? Is that like the same engine? It's the same engine as Skyrim. New Vegas is the same engine as. Oh God! Oh my God! Okay, uh, so this is. I don't think I've ever played any of the the four. Then I think I played uh, New Vegas a bit. So I wonder how much it's changed since then. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to it's hard to say. I think so. So here's the other weird thing. Um, Because now I'm kind of, like, in the weeds with with Fallout, and I'm, like, paying attention to, like, the internet and stuff. So, Fallout was originally made by Obsidian, and I don't know what the story is with them. Maybe Justin would know, because of those companies, but I don't. But um, Obsidian existed, and then for Fallout 3, Bethesda came in and worked on the game, and people didn't like it as much. It kind of carbon copied Fallout 2, but it was, like, a 3D game and everything. And then Obsidian worked on Fallout New Vegas, and it was like a sleeper hit, and people really like it, and it's supposedly one of like the best Fallout games of all time. And then Bethesda worked on the last two, Fallout 4 and Fallout 76, and people generally agree that they're not as good. So people just kind of generally hate Bethesda and generally like Obsidian, and I don't understand if they're like owned by Bethesda or if they're their own thing and they get like leased out, but it's a whole thing, I guess. I don't know, I might have all that wrong, but... <laughs> See, and, and it's funny because I vaguely remember when New Vegas came out it getting bad 
Um, not yeah, necessarily bad reviews, but people didn't like it as much as Fallout 3. So, mm-hmm. but now it does seem to be the more favorite one. I've never played any yeah. of them, honestly. If one of them, if one of them came out on Switch, I'd probably get it. Um, I've considered getting was it the Outer Worlds or whatever it is, which I think is yeah, made, that's by, also made by Obsidian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I've heard mixed things about that, but it's been on my Dang. wish list for years, and because you know it is that kind of Fallout style, but it's not anything I've ever. I've tried and myself. Then, and then you've got the other wrinkle that the original Fallout was actually made by Interplay, you know, ah. of Clay Fighter and Earthworm Jim fame. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a whole maze of confusion. Mm-hmm. And there are people who say Fallout 1 and 2 are the best games in the series, and those are the ones you should be playing. But those games are real hard to play. Like, <laughs> literally hard to play, oh. and also just like, mm, like a lot of choice. You can do anything in those games. It's like, oh, free, you know, to, to do your thing. But you got to do it in like a top-down isometric, uh, you know, like three-quarters view, and and click it and then choose and uh, it's, it's oh god, uh, I'm yeah. looking about. There was a litigation actually. If you hmm. care for me to read it and give me a minute here, um, apparently, in um, 2003 and 2004, Snowblind Studios and Interplay Entertainment were engaged in a dispute uh, regarding the Dark Alliance engine used in uh, Fallout Brotherhood of Steel, um, and you know, amongst other games. So there was then Bethesda sued Interplay in 2009 regarding Fallout Online and selling Fallout Trilogy. So it looks like there was a lot of uh, weird legal issues going on here. So that's probably why it's so confusing. Interesting. Yeah, well, all I know is um, New Vegas is a delight. Like, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much. I thought the desert location was kind of um, boring compared to, like, just an open, like, metropolis thing. But it's actually really fun. Like, when you get to New Vegas, it's like, oh, my God, there's light and sounds and like how how amazing civilization out here the fact that like your choices and how you approach situations varies based on like are you good at bartering are you good at thieving are you good at talking to people are you good at lying to people you know like like there's so many ways that things can play out there's like 40 ways to kill like the first guy that you have to kill in this game and, um, you know, there's all these different factions you can align yourself with. You can choose to screw everybody over and just become the god of this universe if you so desire. Like, I love that kind of stuff. You know, I love, like, that you can play this game, like, 20 times and every playthrough is going to be a little That's really cool. And that's the that's kind of thing that I love. And now you kind of make me want to play it, but... I'm not. I think that would be your kind play of it series, on anything Justin. but the Switch. So yeah. Well, if you ever do get it, try New Vegas because, from what I experienced with four, it's very good for like a singular, um, you know, like first-person shooter kind of open-world exploration game. But um, you know, if you're looking for more than that, if you're looking for like kind of an, an actual role-playing game, I think New Vegas is probably your best bet. And the it's va- a little rough around the edges, but it's pretty. Good. From what I remember, the VAT system was really cool. I, I really liked oh, yeah. that. Yeah, where you like you freeze time and like, mm-hmm. you target body parts. I like parts that a lot. Choo, choo. Yeah, it's uh, cool. It's a cool game. That's the game that's been eating up the most of my time. Um, and really, that's kind of the big one. The other one that I wanted to talk about a little bit, well, I guess there's two. Um, played Fall Guys yesterday. It came out on the Switch. It's free to play. I really, really liked it. I really liked it a whole lot. And I recommend anybody who's interested in a Battle Royale, who likes platformer games or Mario Party or anything like that, give it a try. Because I am a big fan. I had so much fun with it. And then I got Steve to play it last night, and he actually enjoyed it. Like, he openly admitted to liking it, and he came into the game session in a really bad mood. So I was happy about that. I uh, that, 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 that did it for me. So Fall Guys, that's all I'm going to say. If you really want to see what I think about the game, go check out my YouTube channel because I have a 40-minute video of me playing. Oh Lord, on there. Lord, <laughs> big old game. Uh, the last game that I touched on that I also played last night is finally restarted Dark Souls after uh, after my game not recording everything. I actually recorded. Uh, we like you got Steve to play with you on this. Uh, uh, not in not in Dark Souls. Only Too bad. In, um, only in Fall Guys. But no, um, so I finally figured out what I was doing wrong, too. Um, when I got into Dark Souls, first I went up and I met some skelly guys, and they were way too hard. 
Then I went down and I thought I was in a good place and I encountered these ghosts. And it turns out I do have an item to hurt ghosts, but they're big bad ghosts and they stab mm-hmm. you. And it's not the way mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. And then I found, God, what the is up. it called? It's like, it's like Undead Alley or something like that. Okay. Or like Undead Plaza. And it's very level appropriate. And all of the enemies are relatively easy to beat. And I haven't made it that far, but I found it in my second bonfire, so I'm feeling pretty good. Hey. Yeah, you're like in the like castle-y looking mm-hmm. area. Yeah, that's yeah. where you want to be. Okay, so there is a... Um, I'm going to give you a hint that every Dark Souls player um, probably gets from somebody at some point. But anyways, there is a dragon that you're going to see at some point. Have you seen the dragon? I did. He came onto a bridge and he boom. Okay. He flew away. So you, there's a way where you can get um, under the bridge and there's like a bit like a rat area where there's like dungeons and stuff but you can actually see the dragon um like you can see its tail and everything like that in this game if something has a tail you want to attack the tail because if you shoot enough arrows at the tail it's going to take like i'm not kidding like go buy a hundred arrows because it's probably going to take like 75 arrows but you can actually take the tail off of the dragon and you're going to get a bomb sword and you're going to use that sword for probably about half the game oh my god okay well i have some experimentation to perform then hmm well i appreciate it eugene I'll check yes that out. Hmm. yeah no i um dark souls is frustrating dark souls is not a also game yes that i sit down to yeah it's not a game that i sit down to and i'm like i'm gonna have a good time and i'm going to win this game and everything's gonna be great it's it's pain it's a painful experience but it is the closest thing I've ever played to simulating the experience of being five years old and booting up a Super Nintendo and playing a ridiculously hard video game that you know nothing about and just not being able to get through like first. Like it, it brings a nostalgia mm-hmm. that I didn't know I missed. But like you boot this game up and you feel like a child. You feel like a dumb, stupid because child. Because you're going to get wrecked. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't know where you're going, and you can go in completely the wrong direction, and the only thing that tells you you're going in the wrong direction is when you die. <laughs> it, it's, um, it, it really does feel like playing an old game. And then, like, leveling up, you have to be responsible for, like, knowing that you have enough souls to level yourself up, and then finding a campfire to do it at. And it's just, it is a it is an old game in a, I don't I want to say a new game's body anymore, like a game's body 15 years old. At this Gosh, point. yeah. Don't, yeah, it's, totally. It's good though it is a good game i really want to see this thing through i don't know if i'm going to i don't know if i have it in me but i want to have it in me. so i'm going to continue to try and i'm going to continue to record my entire experience so that it's a it's a it's a good game i uh uh, you guys know how much i like that game it's probably Mm -hmm. in the last 10 years like still one of the best games i've i've played in my opinion you know so yeah it's uh i like it a lot yeah, no, I can see why you do. And it really does feel like Monster Hunter if Monster Hunter. I'm sure. really enjoying that. Like, oh, dodge roll, cut, dodge roll, cut. Um, but yeah, you know. Uh, and that's really kind of it. That's everything that I've been up to up until now. I think Sonic Origins might come out at midnight tonight. might come out tomorrow morning. But either way, kind of excited for that, even though it's just old Sonic games that I've played 800 times. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, Eugene, what have you been playing? What are you up Okay, well, um, I haven't been playing a whole lot, but I have been playing some interesting stuff, at least in my opinion. Um, so I'm going to start with the, uh, I don't know, product review-y type thing, I guess. So um, I guess if you're watching the YouTube, um, you can see what I'm holding up. I talked about this either last week or the week before, but this is the NES satellite or... Yeah, Nintendo NES Satellite. It has um, four controller ports, so you can actually play some multiplayer um, with it. And um, it has this little infrared port, so you can kind of play games with it. Because if anybody, like, walks in front of the TV or, like, breathes, then um, you're going to lose a connection type of thing. But it's still cool. Um, So what did I boot up? I booted up um, Super Spike Volleyball slash Nintendo World Cup and um, played some soccer, um, some three-player soccer, actually. So that was kind of interesting. Couldn't get a fourth, but um, that's okay. But it was still fun. It was... uh, 
it, it, it doesn't work that well, though, this thing. It, it, like I said, like, it's a... <laughs> Big uh, surprise. It, you know, yeah, because it's infrared. So, like, you know, think what you're using Line of for... sight, and there's lag, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, th- think, yeah, exactly. Think what you're using for, like, your remote control, and think about how well that works if somebody walks in front of it type of thing, you know? You're, like, trying to, like, reach your arm around them to turn the volume up type of thing. Well, what, imagine that when you're trying to play a video game, you know? So I don't think... I think that that's why this thing wasn't all that popular growing up. They had a proper um, multi-tap where it was, like, you know, actually corded. But, uh, yeah, I always wanted one of these things, so I got it on eBay for um, 20 bucks. It did not work, though. Um, so I had to take it apart and kind of um, reconfigure it. Luckily, it was just a, a, a you know one solder point that I had to fix up, so it wasn't too bad. I was uh, wasn't sure what I was getting myself into, but I brought it back to life, and uh, yeah, it's cool. Um, probably gonna put it in a box now, though. But uh, you know, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, well, at least you had it. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I and I used. I can't it. judge. <laughs> Look at how many weird controllers I've bought. Sure. I am going to take the um, batteries out of it, though, because I think that's why it broke. It was just, like, filled with battery acid, you know, so I had to clean yeah. it up and stuff like mm-hmm. that, too. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, um, it was cool. I, it was an experience, and now it is over. The other games I've been playing are more of the same, quite honestly. Um, I Well, that's not true. I did play a new game. I'll save that for last, I guess. Let's get the Bolren ones out of the way. Um, Elden Ring is just going to be my forever game. It's like my... Uh, it's like a cup of coffee on in the morning or like a warm cup of hot chocolate on the winter for me, you know? Like, it's a... I just... I'm thinking about Elden Ring constantly throughout my day. It's like, man, I wonder if... Because, like, there's just so many nooks and crannies. So I'm like, well, I haven't didn't really explore that part of the map. I wonder what's over there type of thing. I'm just, like, thinking about it constantly. Um, so, I don't know. This is going to be my forever game, even though I've beaten it. New Game Plus is fun, though, because I feel, like, pretty OP. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's Elden Ring. Um, not really much to say there. Uh, I have also been playing Mario Strikers. That game is super fun. You were not kidding, Lucas. The Galactic Tournament, or whatever it's called, is hard as hell. Hard as hell. Oh my gosh. I just finally beat my first, um, because what is there, like five levels to it or something like that? Um, So I, I just beat the first starter level on galactic mode or whatever it's called pretty it, impressive though it's challenging like really challenging yeah. i ended i um because if you i get i don't know if we have uh, explained it or not but um if you've never played the game before how the tournament works is you basically have uh two lives kind of so if you lose mm-hmm. you kind of go to like a loser's bracket and um you know you have a chance to get back in and win the tournament if you win both of your games, though, then you actually kind of go in on an upper hand and you have an extra life type of thing. So if you lose in the championship mm-hmm. game, you still have another go at it. But if you lose after your other go, then you, they're like, all right, hey, you want to pony up and use some coins? Well, I think, um, yeah. I think I had to retry like five times. I did not realize that every time you retry, the number of coins that you have to um, oh, spend doubles. No. So by like the fifth retry, I think I was like at a thousand coins or something like that. I was like, okay, if I don't win this time, I'm just gonna start the freaking tournament over mm-hmm. again. And I find it, I ended up winning. Uh, nice. But yeah, that w- it's a fun game. I really enjoyed Mar- myself with Mario Strikers. I actually feel yeah, like I could go online and maybe um, hold my own, not win. I don't think I could win, but I think I could like hold my own maybe a little bit if I played against mm-hmm. some of those online people. But um, yeah, it's fun. Like it a lot. Yeah, it's a good game. Um, the last game I'll that I have, have that by the end of the summer. It's Excellent. it's good, um, <laughs> and it's never going to go on sale either. You know, so it's a Nintendo yeah, game, right. so it's not like it matters when you get it type of thing. But um, the last game that I have been playing. And I haven't been putting, I haven't put too much time into it, although I feel like I'm almost done with it, is uh, the Ninja Turtles game. It is ah. um, free on Game Pass, so I was like, hell, I'll play a free game on Game Pass. And um, it is really fun, actually. It has, it, like, it just bringing back all of the Turtles in Time or, like, the Turtles Arcade um, vibes. It's got, even to the point where, 
if you, um, you know, they come out of the sewer, and if you fall down the sewer, you fall down the sewer, and your little eyeballs, like, are there for a second before the eyeballs go down. It's even got all that same stuff, you know? So, like, they're, it's not Konami, but it has, like, uh, you know, those Konami arcade vibes, like, very much so. Um, I, uh, I do like the fact that you can multiplayer up with people. I did do that for, um, uh, the second level that I played because I, uh, I played, I think like four levels and I feel like there's like five or six because I feel like I'm re uh, nearing the end. But anyways, for the second level, I was like, hell, there's an option to team up. Let's team up. And it was quick and easy. Like I just got booted in and, uh, there was five people playing with me right away. You know, it was really cool. So, uh, it is a fun multiplayer game. Um, it's also fun solo. Um, I think I prefer it solo cause, uh, I don't know. I just, I feel like I want to be the one killing all the foot clan, you know what I mean? And it's like, that was my pizza, <laughs> man. Like, what, what are you doing over here? Um, God. but it is a super fun game. If you have, if you've ever played the old mm -hmm. arcade games or you have a hankering for that, or even if you don't, if you just like, you know, want a fun beat em up, I think it's a really cool game, especially if you have game pass. Cause it's free, man. Game pass is just like, I know this, <laughs> I, this is a Nintendo podcast, but I'm telling you, man, game pass is the way it, it really is. <laughs> yeah. I feel like kind of a sucker for having like bought it on the switch, but I think the switch is where I'm going to get the most, play out of it anyway because you know i can just play it in, in my lap while doing something else but See, uh, i feel that i'm I really feel, excited for the cowabunga collection because that's totally. got all of those old games but like this the reviews for this were so great and it just looks so nostalgic I'll, I'll probably end up playing that tonight after the podcast just to figure out what it's all about yeah totally for me, I was I was actually feeling that way too a lot, Justin, because it's like, oh man, I just really want to play a game that I can, um, you know, I can take to bed with me. But the X, I don't know about Xbox One, but I think that the Xbox, uh, I know the Xbox Series X has a feature where you can like, you know, on your phone stream it to your phone. So like, I've been doing that yeah. actually when I've been in bed, and it's been pretty cool. Yeah, I can I can do that. I've actually uh, played. Uh red dead redemption uh, a couple mm -hmm. times on my phone in bed so my yeah i booted up the so tablet and i was like this is really cool actually like this is yeah so it shouldn't work but it does you, you can like sync up your like actual xbox controller to your phone oh. or whatever you know it's cool it's great <laughs> um speaking of streaming i played my first uh cloud-based game a couple of weeks ago and i had forgotten to mention it um after the podcast i was just kind of going through um games on uh game pass and one of them was uh microsoft flight simulator which oh, yeah. is an xbox series only game you can't play it on the one but through cloud-based gaming you can play the xbox series s slash x game on an xbox one it was actually Jeez. pretty good i mean it wasn't it, it was mm -hmm. it was clearly streaming like there were times where there was there was screen tearing and my the controls weren't super responsive and you know the resolution would drop and the frame rate would drop you know it wasn't perfect but for flight simulator it's not like you know high fast-paced mm -hmm. twitch-based mm -hmm. gameplay anyway um and so i spent about 45 minutes to an hour playing flight simulator because i haven't played that the last time i played a flight simulator game was on like an old apple macintosh like pre-imac era like 90s power pc era macintosh when Jeez. like it literally looked like Star Fox, like <laughs> just just polygons and colors and that's it um so that so it was quite mind-blowing to see what that is now um i flew around disney world um that's for cool. a long time of course you would the the, uh, the 3d map for disney world is way out of date um it still has like buildings and stuff that haven't existed for like five ten years but <laughs> it was really cool to to do that and of course you know i'm flying around my old apartment building and flying <laughs> down oh there's um you know there's the celebration and there's the walmart i used to shop at <laughs> so that was kind of cool um 
But yeah, so I, I forgot to mention a couple of weeks ago, and you mentioning the streaming thing made me think of it. Um, it's it yeah. is really a great feature, and cloud-based gaming is not perfect. It yeah, probably you're not, you're not going to play a fight, but exactly. you're not going to want to play a fighting game on it. Yeah, but like you know, For, a game like Flight Simulator, or maybe even Assassin's Creed, which I played streaming, or it worked turn-based great. RPG. Yeah, exactly. You know, something you don't have to have, you know, be anything that doesn't require fast reflexes or, you know, high resolution. Because, like I said, there were quite a few times when the resolution dropped to, like, standard definition levels. But, um, yeah, it was was really cool and, you know, definitely a feature that I'm glad that I have. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but no, I would I, not uh, pay money to play a cloud-based version of a of a game. So mm-hmm. screw you, Square, with your cloud-based uh, Kingdom <laughs> yeah. Hearts on the Switch. Yeah, no, I, uh, I again, I, I know I'm not getting paid by Microsoft. I guess I should, with as much as I talk about Game Pass at this point. But no, like, there's a lot of value there, you know? Like, not only do you get the cloud-based stuff that Justin's talking about, but you get, like, you know, streaming the games you already own to your phone or whatever. Like, it's cool. I uh, The last thing I'll talk about on Game Pass, because I did play one other game, um, was the Rare Replay, because I, you know, I just kind of wanted to play that again. Um, and I played so many just, like the nostalgia was just hitting me from perfect dark to banjo kazooie like oh man that was so fun i and i granted i only put like 30 minutes into each one but it was like it was enough for me you know i was like oh, yeah. i really I, need I play- to play banjo tooie because i've never played that and i 100 percented banjo kazooie a few years ago and i just really one of these days like earlier today i was i was just having a hankering to i need to just start that game and maybe I can play it on my phone in bed. <laughs> sure. I uh, I beat the first level in Perfect Dark in, um, what is it called? Dark mode or what, perfect mode or whatever it's called. Oh, like the highest God. difficulty. I Dark level, perfect mode. The, um, the muscle memory just kind of came back. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to do this and that and that. It was weird because I wasn't using a Nintendo 64 controller. And then I was almost going to get on Google to see if I can sync up my Nintendo 64 controller to my Xbox and, like, you know, break the laws of physics. But, um, yeah, no, I, I – the run replay is cool. It, there's a lot of cool history in that, you know? So, yeah, that was fun. But that's really it. That's yeah. kind of all I've been playing, unless you want to hear my Pokemans. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's it then, right? Do we have... Uh... All right, cool. Well... That's gonna do it for this episode. We kind of we kind of broke so quickly that I, I kind of lost uh, kind of lost my pace. Thank <laughs> you guys so much for watching. Uh, if you enjoyed it, there are six hundred and forty-five more episodes just like it that you can listen to anytime, anywhere podcasts are sold or downloaded. So maybe not just like out. it. Yeah, maybe not just like it. Different hosts, different times, different eras. You know, go find the earliest one you can. Listen to it. Tell us what you think. Anyway, we will be back again next week with another episode. Until then. Take care. Bye-bye. See you real soon. Adios.